Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, what is the greatest commandment? What is what is the most important commandment God has given us? Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So we see from scriptures that this is the, the, the primary thing that we do with our lives. This is our greatest, our greatest aspiration. This is our great aim. This is the goal of our life, is that all of our actions line up with what the Word says here. First of all, love God, and secondly, love your neighbor. We live, though, in a Christian culture that, that almost has these two things confused, and, and the waters get very muddied very quickly. And so I want to um, uh, lay some ideas down here that I believe will help you and, uh, uh, in, in how to sort these things out. You know, you hear people say, well, you know, it's God first, family second, ministry third. And, um, and that's true. It's all, you know, the truth is, it's always God first. But if you take that hard and fast rule, God, family, and then ministry or work, then every time your family wants to go on vacation, even if it's every three weeks, you'd, if that's a hard and fast rule, family comes before ministry. If you're going to go spend time, the Lord puts on your heart to spend time in prayer or, or, hey, go soul winning. And then your kids say, no, you know, dad, I just want to hang out with you. If you create a hard and fast rule, okay, family first, well, I'm doing it for my family. You won't get anything done. So it's not a question of like, which one? It's always just God first and then follow the Lord. He'll give you the grace and you'll know how to balance and how to um, do the, get, get done what you need to get done, but also not neglect your family, right? And so it's always Jesus first and follow the Holy Ghost and he'll teach you. But we live in a society now and a Christian society that really has gotten these things backwards, I believe. And so when you look at love the Lord your God, that that comes before loving your neighbor as yourself. Loving God is more important than loving your neighbor. There's people Who's, who are not Christians, who do actions that show that they love their neighbor, but they don't love God. And at the end of their life, they don't go to heaven for loving their neighbor. You go to heaven for loving and obeying God. Loving God is the first and greatest commandment. Loving your neighbor is the second greatest commandment in that order. And so we're in a time now where you ask questions like, well, yeah, should we be wearing our mask? And you see people, and you see people going at it. We got to wear our mask. You got to be kind to other people. You got to consider other people. And so they're so quick to follow this in the name of kindness, in the name of loving your neighbor. But then when it comes down to, you know, we're not having church right now because we're just loving our neighbors. Jesus said, don't forsake the gathering together of Hebrews 10, 25. The Lord said, don't forsake the gathering together of, of, of people. So if the government says, hey, no, you can't, you know, I don't, I don't understand how, <laughs> how people don't see it. What's the difference between China saying you can't meet and, and America? It's a government mandate to do something, to, to not do something the Bible tells us to do. So you obey, you obey the government up until the point that it conflicts with the Bible. Oh, you can't worship. The Bible says, have you read the book of Psalms? I will worship the Lord in the great congregation. In the assembly will I praise you. Not 
Not over the internet in my house by myself. Yes, you take time to pray. It's like Daniel. Hey, you can't pray. No, I'm going to go right now and pray because the Bible tells me. At what point people, oh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do this. Kindness has become the great kindness to our to our fellow, fellow humankind has become like the greatest aspiration in Christianity. And it's not. There comes a time where those things conflict and your love for God. You know, there's countries right now where you're not allowed to preach the gospel one-on-one publicly. You can't walk up to people in a one-on-one in Europe. Obviously, 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 we know, like in uh, Qatar, right? In in uh, Saudi Arabia, places where it's illegal to be a Christian, you can't. But there's places, there's countries in Europe just because, oh, it's uncomfortable, whatever. You know, so as people go down the, this, this path of, you know, I'm okay obeying the government, 15 days to slow the curve, don't have church, don't gather, and here we are a hundred and something days later, and there's still places where they can't have church. And then you think, at what point? Maybe we should have never said yes. Maybe we should have always just opened, uh, just kept obeying. The Lord didn't tell me, close it down because of a pandemic. He said, even in a pandemic, I'll, I'll keep you safe. I'm not obeying. I'll obey the government as long as they doesn't conflict with the Bible. Oh, no, you know, you don't lay hands on the sick. You got to socially distance. No, the Bible said lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. The Bible said win souls. You know, there's countries. So if you go move to a country and all of a sudden, Oh, you know, I live in, I don't know if it's Spain or Portugal, one of them, but you can't just walk up and and win, and tell people about Jesus one-on-one in the streets. If I'm remembering correctly, correctly, it's one of those two. So what do you do? Do you obey the Bible? And, and, you know, it's heaven's mandate. People are so quick. You know, we were mandated to wear masks. Obey man's mandate, but not obey heaven's mandate. All these Christians, yeah, you know, we got to wear masks. I'm obeying this mandate. And then they don't obey heaven. They've never won souls in their life. Heaven gave them a mandate when they got born again. Born again for 10, 15, 20 years and never obeyed heaven's mandate to go win souls. And so willing to obey the mandate. There comes a point where your love for God dictates that I can't obey that. Now, I'm not saying masks go against heaven's mandate. That's not what I'm saying. So let me uh, lay this out clearly. I'm saying that people have have made it that that the greatest thing they can do is, oh yeah, we're just taking a break from church just so we can love our neighbor. No, that's not what you do. That's man's way of thinking that you love your neighbor. I love my neighbor. You know what's, you know what's a greater act of love? Is having a place where someone can show up and give their life to Jesus. You know that people, first of all, the statistics show that people watching church online it's like 30, and I'm sure it differs church to church, but it's like 30, it was like 38% of the members were actually actually watching online in uh, overall statistics. And I'm sure there's some that it's far more and some that it's less. But what about people who just say, man, wake up and say, man, I'd love to go to church. Man, I need to go to church. There's people who just walk in every Sunday. A lot of churches, especially if you're at a bigger church like the river, people come, uh, uh, oh, we're, there's a pickup, bus pickup. Okay, I'll go. And they give their life to the Lord. There's an altar call where they can give their life to the Lord. Having that available where people can come and give their life to the Lord. You know what my prayer has been? Lord, people in the nursing home, prolong their life. Give them another six months. Give them another year so that the harvesters, so our laborers can come back in and get them before they pass on. Don't let them pass on. Lord, lengthen their life. Lord, help them. You know, these places are shut down. And so people look and say, Oh, you know, we're, we're being kind to our neighbor. But kindness is not the pinnacle of Christianity. Love for God. God, I love you. You know, it was, it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's love for God that says, No, I, I'd rather die than bow before that thing. I'd rather die 
No, you tell me, you know, there's, there's countries where you can't preach on homo- against homosexuality. The Bible talks about it. So you're telling me I can't say something that the Bible talks about? I can't warn people who are homosexual? Hey, by the way, that decision that you're making, to act on that decision is going to put you at odds with God and will send you to hell. There's countries where you can't do that. So people are like, oh, you know, it's just a government mandate. They're looking out for our health. But you, you can't, people give up their freedom so quickly. Because what if they say, oh, you know, mental health. There's places where you can't, there's countries where you can't preach on the blood of Jesus because blood, the blood's offensive. The blood of Jesus, you can't preach on hell because it's a mental health issue. It, it makes people fearful. You preach on hell. And so science now can make it where, oh, no, you can't preach that. That's, that's messing with people. It's like, you know, there's countries you can't spank your child, right? Australia, you can't spank your child. A lot of Europe, you can't spank your child. The Bible says, if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. So there's a great example. Well, you know, I can do it without spanking my child. And who knows? Maybe there is a way, but I, I, <laughs> I just want to always obey the Bible. You come up with a way to obey the Bible. Why? I, that's what being a Christian is. I, I love God, and so I'm willing to stand and even die for what the Bible says. That's the, I don't see another Christianity besides that. And I believe that's what the fire of God and the power of the Holy Ghost and the boldness of the Holy Ghost is there to do. Make it where you're like, I'd rather die and go be with Jesus and die obeying. You know, we, th- we thought it would be a golden statue. Of course, if there was a golden statue, I'd never bow and worship a golden statue. But people bow and worship the golden statue of the, the World Health Organization. And and I'm only bringing this up now because this is not going to be the last time that they come after and disobey a direct command to line up with the government. And, and it starts off small, little, little things where you acquiesce. Okay, yeah, that's fine. We won't do praise and worship as long as we can meet. Yeah, we'll socially distance. Yeah, we'll limit it to 50 people. You know, you're seeing this thing and it's kind of like a little test run just to see what people will do. But what if they said, you know what? Big gatherings are no good. You know, you look in states now. And, and in, in California, uh, in California, casinos can be at 50% capacity, but churches can have a max of 50 people. You go into a casino at 50% capacity, and there's hundreds, if not thousands of people there, some of these casinos, but churches can't do that. doesn't matter that how big they are, churches can't do that. And so you see, it's an attack. And so people that give up and say, and I know I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but loving God comes before loving people. And so people look and they're like, well, you know, we got to love everybody. Oh, just love everybody, love everybody. You know, for some people, you, you don't have to be kind to everybody. Love is kind, but Jesus was not kind to Pharisees. So there's a time where you, you, you love is something other than kind. I mean, it's kind for their best interest. Jesus rebuked Pharisees because he knew that's what it would take to like rattle them out of their religion. He, re- he rebuked them. And then to sinners, he was kind. And so it's, it's not the, the apex of Christianity is not just to be kind to people. people oh, I'm going to be kind to criminals. You know, if a criminal came into my home, I'm not going to be kind to them. If someone broke into my house, I will kill them. Why? Because they've, they've come with bad intentions. I, it's not a time to be kind. I'll shoot them and hopefully give them enough time to where I can pray the prayer of salvation as they depart from planet earth. No, I, this is not a game. So I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Love, that's love for my family. To kill an intruder in my home is love for my family. And there, t- there comes a time where there'll be a conflict between loving what, what, what the Christianity says is loving your neighbor. You know, it's funny. The river at Tampa Bay Church here, we've been doing the stand and it's been outdoors for, for much of it. 
And and I guess we got some noise complaints from this apartment complex, which I don't understand how that happens. But anyway, we got noise complaints. And this one person is in his 70s. I should pull up the article. But he just says, my question is, what would Jesus do? Would he would he continue? Uh, would he, wouldn't he be mindful of the elderly? Wouldn't he be mindful of the elderly who, who, who are having to hear this noise? Or would he just continue speaking just to get the word out? Uh Yes, Jesus would continue speaking just to get the word out because someone having an opportunity to hear the gospel is more important than than you not hearing a small background noise. The gospel, the preaching of the gospel is more important. Well, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. You know, some people are just uncomfortable with, with being accosted and asked if today was your last day on earth, if you were to die today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? So we don't really like that approach of like talking to people in public. We'd rather them come to our church. People aren't going to come. There are people who will not go to a church ever in their life. If you don't talk to them about the gospel, I'm willing for people to be uncomfortable because I know that the gospel has to be preached. And so being kind to humans is not my, my greatest aim in life. Loving God is my greatest aim. And there's times where those will conflict. I'm not here to be kind. I'm here to obey the gospel at all costs. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. That comes first. I'm, I'm here to obey. He said preach. And so if the government says don't preach, I'm still going to preach. It, he says go into all the world. He says lay hands on the sick. If it becomes illegal. You know there have been people over the years, ministers, who've, who've had healing, healing ministries and have gotten arrested for practicing medicine without a license. Arrested. Thrown in jail. Why? The Bible told me. Go lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. To not lay hands on the sick goes against what the Bible says. And so I believe God's building this on the inside of people. I, I'm not, yes, I'm going to be kind. This is, doesn't mean you just run around being a jerk to people and like, I'm obeying God. No, no, I mean, there's times that you're kind. You're, you're kind to people. You, you have a kind attitude. A soft answer turns away wrath. But when it comes to these things, when you're deciding, oh, you know, Romans 13, we've got to obey the government. Obeying the government's not the goal of our life. Obeying Jesus Christ, taking up our cross and following him is the goal and aim. Love God, even if it means disobeying the government and doing things that the government says are illegal. Because I'm telling you, this is not the end of the line. Some of these countries, it was free to preach the gospel, but one little thing after another, mental health, this, you know, for the mental health of the child. You know, some scientists decided, some physician decided that for the mental health of the child, you shouldn't spank them. That goes against the Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm going to spank my child, even if it's illegal. Oh, you know, it's mental health. No, I mean, the government will decide. You can't preach against LGBTQ because it's mental health. You can't preach against this. You can't speak against this. You can't talk about this. They'll decide. But we don't listen. Governments change. They change their mind on many things. And when they decide something is science, how about this? What about a time that's coming where they say, well, you know, it's unscientific to preach creation. You can't preach creation. It's unscientific because science has quote unquote proven, which it hasn't. By the way, if you do your research, actually, the greatest minds don't believe in evolution. The greatest minds believe that in creation, they may not believe it from a Bible perspective. You know, there's quantum, some of the brightest minds on the earth, quantum theorists who who actually believe now that we're part of a, uh, an experiment, like a, a, um, a simulation, almost like we're in a giant ant farm. Uh, on some far more intelligence race races uh, a bedroom uh, counter like we're we're there's a, an 
there's an alien intelligence that has us as their experiment. Like we're like their, we're the, their experiment and we're just not smart enough to understand and comprehend. Yeah, that's called the Lord created us. And it's not an experiment, but, it, but it's, <laughs> this is what people believe. Go, if you do, start digging around, you'll see. Most people aren't, evolu- most of the smartest people aren't evolution. There's too many. They realize, first of all, nothing comes from nothing. Things don't just come. Things degrade. Things don't evolve for the better, right? Anyway, but what about a time where they say there's an agenda push? Well, no, you can't, you can't preach on creation because it's unscientific. It's hate speech. You know, when you give up, oh, you can't worship because the spit that comes, you know, when you shout or when you worship. They put these things down. You st- stand up and say, no, I'm not here to be kind to a, a demonic attack against the body of Christ. I'm here to stand up for the gospel. Oh, you can't go win souls. You can't win souls. No, I'm going to win souls because the Bible tells me to. I'm a believer and I obey the Bible and I believe you are too. God bless you. Thanks for listening.